Hey, husband. Yes, wife. What part of the cheetah has the most spots? What? The outside. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Random Thoughts. I'm husband. And I'm wife. And we're here today to actually talk to you about Lightseekers, which is a game that we've, well, <laughs> we bring it up a lot and we keep promising that we're going to do more content for it. And, well, wife, we haven't really followed through on that a whole lot. No, there's been some uh, life altering situations that has prevented us from doing it as much as we would like yeah speaking of light all life altering situations life altering events you want to elaborate on that briefly wife because uh it may impact this particular recording a little bit yes it may so uh we have a new addition to the random thoughts family um we have our little uh tiny addition who also happens to have the same name as another light seekers uh couple edition so our edition is with us this evening and might be making some noise in the background if you hear her yes yeah, so if you hear any uh well you get the idea if you hear anything in the background please uh understand and bear with us so we just wanted to get that out of the way just to prep everybody so as I started out with we wanted to and still want to produce more light seekers content in general and really the timing kind of works out a little bit because we've been trying to do this effort. We have been streaming. If you take a look down there uh, towards the bottom of this recording, you'll see all the different places that you can reach out to us. And, uh, well, I've been live streaming Light Seekers for a while. Recently, not so much due to the uh, aforementioned life-changing events. So, yes. As I said, we do want to produce more. We're going to try and do this more regularly. We do want to try and do both recordings and live streams, and we'll kind of see how it goes. But the reason why I said that it's good timing is that, well, we have Excellent some cool timing. stuff. Yeah, we have some cool stuff to talk about. And the reason for that is, despite the various delays, we're finally getting the first spoilers, the first teases of the next Lightseeker set, Uprising. And they're all super exciting. Well, are you excited, um, wife? Like, so before we dive t too far into it, so into the spoilers, that is, we do want to talk about the the current state of Lightseekers to some extent. Yes. So, well, let me hand it over to you, wife. Do you are you? Obviously, we're not playing a lot of physical Lightseekers at the moment. But no, we are not playing a lot of physical Lightseekers. Um, what are your thoughts on it at this stage? Well, right now, it's such a weird time to be a Light Seekers player, like both weird and exciting, because we have the game as we know it. A lot of uh, rules changes have happened for this little interim period, I yep. guess we can call it. Um, changing, you know, how many cards you can play, what cards you play, things like that. But then we're getting this new set, and with the new set, coming in a lot of old favorites are going out right and it's going to be a completely different game than what we know it to be right now absolutely the the rules of course are still i mean the deck construction rules are different but the rules to actually how you play the game of light seekers are remaining the same yes but as wife is describing 
bottom line is that it's really hard to evaluate anything at this stage because we're getting a rotated format, a retired format, whatever verbiage you want to use, whether it's the official one, unofficial, from other games, whatever. Point being is that we're looking at something new and unique, and that's both exciting and scary. Because, you know, there, you can't lean on the old standbys and go, oh, well, I'll just throw Ancient Miners and Boulder Feasts and, and Exterior Defenders and whatever, and then I'll just, you know, play the old the old favorites. You're going to have to come out of your shell a little bit, either literally or figuratively, depending on, you know, which family you happen to choose. Yeah. But I think it's exciting because, like, it's, it's almost like back when we were at... Uh, packs unplugged a few years ago and we were building decks for the first time and i came across cora which doesn't really work ever but at the time it kind of worked and it's just it's that exciting new period of trying out new things yeah and building new decks and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like writing a new story well it's a definitely a period of experimentation now we've we've hit the my two least favorite parts of card games um that's spoiler season and the unknown metas. I always yes. prefer when it's a known meta and I can say, oh, well, these are the top tier decks. And remember, we're coming at this from a more competitive standpoint. So these are the top tier decks and here's what their strengths and weaknesses are. Here's how I want to attack them or defend against them or whatever. And this is my game plan. As it is right now, it's kind of a whole lot of homework because well, who knows? This could be viable. That could be viable. Maybe that thing that we thought was great is now garbage or vice versa. And it, again, because it's going to be such a different format, it's very, very difficult to determine at this stage. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is, well, we're going to talk about these spoilers in a few moments. And as with any spoiler centric thing, you always have to take everything with a grain of salt. Nobody knows, well, I guess, except play fusion knows what's the remainder of the set looks like we don't even know what the next preview card is going to be so every preview card could completely and that's so one thing that i want to touch on real briefly but it's important that for people who haven't played a lot of card games and i know there's a lot of people out there with light seekers that are falling to that group so any given card let's say the set's 150 cards not that Uprising is, but let's say it's 150 cards, and we know 148 of them. Mm-hmm. Those last two unknowns can still completely change a meta simply because they could either make an entire deck work, because maybe they're strong enough that they that's a, a card you build a deck around, or their deck their cards that completely cripple a known deck. Therefore, either scenario will completely reshape the meta. So whatever thoughts we have today could very easily change by tomorrow when the next preview card comes out, let alone when we get the whole set. Yeah, and that's both exciting and terrifying, I guess would be a way to say it. Like you're like, a way oh, to I steal think- my line, wife. Like, I, I only just said that a couple minutes ago. I know, but <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Well, it's, it's true. It's accurate. Terrifying. It's absolutely um, accurate. It's nerve-wracking there. I chose my own word. It's still Um, the same sentiment. Yeah, but no, it really is. And I'm I'm verging on more excited. I'm going to go on. I'm going on mostly excited. 
Well, it's, it is that exciting time of year. We're going to have new packs to crack. We're going to have new strategies to try and packs. create. I miss opening packs. I do not. Wife handles all That's the packs opening. So, like I said, I wanted to preface our spoiler reviews with, not to be the wet blanket, but to temper it a little bit. Because, let's face it, we don't know. These are just our, yeah. our freshest, hottest takes, because that's the cool thing to do. So, without much further ado, any other thoughts on waxing philosophical about Light Seekers in general, Wife, before we actually get into it? No, I want to go into it. I want to get there. I'm excited. And here we go. So, we're going to go not in the order that they were revealed, but instead by the card number, which... I don't have any Light Seekers cards in front of me right now. This would have been good to prep beforehand, but... I don't recall there being set numbers, like card there numbers. There were not. So I know there were not because I remember us asking Benny about that at so, one point. Yeah, so uh, it's something that maybe I missed in wave three, but I don't. We're gonna go by these numbers down in the bottom right hand corner, so that that way everybody following along with the bouncing ball at home can know what we're talking about. So the first one up is Jaded Diplomat. Yes, it, it is. That it, big chubby owl. Yep, so it's a solar card, so we're, it's an attack, three damage. If your last discarded card is a Kreeble, you may move one Kreeble from your deck to your hand, and it's a Chimchu. A Chimchu, like a member of the Chimchu family, mm -hmm. which, you know, the art kind of gives that away. So... Let me turn it over to you first, wife. So, are you excited by this card? Does this immediately bring something to mind, or are you, you know, waiting for more information? Well, I'm waiting for a little bit more information, but um, this being said, there are a lot of Kreebles, like, overall in this release, and mm -hmm. so I am I'm excited to make a Kreeble-centric deck. I don't know which way I'm going to turn with these Kreebles, but um, it is something to show. In fact, I think it technically, this card is the only one of the seven that does not have a Kreeble or a Kreeble-esque item in the artwork. Yeah, all the other ones I believe, and we'll get through them, uh, are actually Kreebles. This one just... They are They well, are I... all actually Kreebles. Yes, you are correct. But... They, there's a Kreeble somewhere in the picture with the exception of this one. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you that I th believe you're correct on. So this one, and again, because we don't, it's tough to judge these because we don't have enough information about, okay, is this set going to be all about Kreebles or are these seven cards literally the, the only... cards. Yeah, these yeah. are the only Kreeble interactions that we're going to see, which if they are... They're still pretty decent, as we, and we'll talk about as we go through each of them. So, to highlight some of the ones available to Astral, there are a handful of cards that are actually Kreeble, so things that you could use with this, notably Gravity Meddler and Impatient Scholar. Now, to me, th those are the biggest ones, but there are some neutral options, such as Unruly Mob, Kreeble Decoy, Kreeble Monk. I mean, Frenzied Kreeble is going to go the way of the Dodo, but... We you do bottom line is that you do have some options that are respectable creebles, and by that I mean you're not gonna feel awful sleeving them up. Yeah. There's some cards where it's oh, this is a little janky, but it accomplishes a goal. There are other cards where it's 
I am almost embarrassed to put them in text. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this one, so I like this one because let's say it was deal three damage, draw a card. We've seen that on other things like, say, Corrupted Spirit. There are a bunch of examples. That's not great. But because this allows you to search your deck for a very specific thing, now I'm forever going to be on the lookout of, okay, is this a one-of Kreeble that I can run that is now a silver bullet? So, for example, Kreeble Saboteur is a neutral Kreeble that your damage to other heroes bypasses rotation amount of damage reduction. So it's 3-3-3. So basically you bypass 3 damage reduction on the 3 corners. That could... It, I mean, I can't imagine that I'm going to be running that main deck, but there is the potential that if you needed to bypass a whole bunch of damage reduction, you could tutor for it. Similar things like Kreeble Decoy, our old friend Kreeble Jester, although he's going to be going away... Um, there, there are a few different things that Unruly Mob, like I had already mentioned, is great. And something that a more defensive-minded build will want to make sure that they see, but you don't necessarily want to run a full complement of. Yeah. So if you can and, stick enough Kreebles in there, you can go find it. What were you going to yeah. say, wife? I was just going to say that, and also the luxury of not having to have multiples is really nice with exactly. this because you get to go tutor for it. So it's the jaded diplomat is the blacksmith of Kreebles. And I don't, I think that I don't want to undersell or oversell for that matter, but we may be underselling the, the power of the tutoring. So because you're not required to run extra copies and it's again, to use unruly mob as an example, Unruly Mob is something you really, 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 really want to see against aggro, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously. But it's virtually dead against any kind of mid-range or control build. So therefore, uh uh-oh, it sounds like Harley's very upset. You may or may not hear our puppy in the background. Yes, it does. Um, So, (laughs) distractions (laughs) aside, if you, you need to see on unruly mob but you don't necessarily want to run a full complement this is your potential answer now it does obviously drive you to running a a certain build of deck but i don't think right now if you get a couple other playable creebles aside from the existing ones i mean in this Mm -hmm. set and i fully anticipate that we're going to get a whole lot of family support i have no basis for that but i assume they're going to push the mechanic further i think they would we should be able to at least come back to this later on and say, hey, this is potentially worthwhile. Yeah. I think the fact that it's an attack actually hinders it. Um, I expect that we're going to, since things like Exterior Defender are are going to get retired and things along those lines, I fully anticipate that we're going to see replacement anti-attack yeah, I, cards. I can't imagine we're not going to see anti-attack and even like anti-defend cards come back just like they did before in some form yeah. um yeah i mean they may not be as strong as they were in the past mm-hmm. but who knows but yeah i can't imagine we're not going to see at least something comparable now right now i don't particularly see anything off the top of my head that i care about it being a this card being a chimchu um i mean yes it's another chimchu card but because it's a cross family card Mm -hmm. now 
I don't think you're going to be able to, unless we see something else, going to be able to swing both synergies is where I'm going yeah, with it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's going to be one or the other. I mean, it's entirely possible, but right now it's, I'm going to assume not. I do appreciate yeah. the artwork, though. The artwork's pretty cool. Yeah. So any other thoughts? Oh, God. I just I want to know what's around his neck, but other than that. Around his neck? Yeah, he's got that like purple like muff sort of thing going on. Well, I assume it's like the back of it's a cloak or something because it kind of oh, looks like right. it wraps around his hips there and over his leg. Oh um, yeah. I think it, I assume it's just a very fancy cloak. I'll I'll buy it. So, uh, any other thoughts on Jaded Diplomat before we move on? I have no other thoughts on him other than he is funny to look at. So our next one up is Cabal Sorceress, which spawned a million memes. Uh, yes, it is a it's a poison buff. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Here's my question about the memes. Almost all of them have her cooking chicken instead of pig, and I'm confused. I I think the intent is pretty obvious. Like, let's I know. Let's not dissect the memes too much. Like, but it was. Like, all right. Anyway, so Cabal Sorcerer's poison buff. Instead of discarding, store Creeble cards under this card up to three. If three are stored, deal two damage to your target at the start of your turn. This can't be returned. So initially, I like this. My first thought was, oh hey, if there are enough viable Creeble cards, I'll play it in Grimus because Grimus right. I feel is just a few poison buffs short. At the same time, this feels like a lot of effort for something that you could actually get off a different Kreeble card, which is Kreeble Infiltrator. Yeah. So Kreeble Infiltrator is neutral, and it's just deal two at the start of your turn if your opponent has five or more cards in their hand. Or excuse me, if they have more than five cards in their hand, which anybody who's played more than a few games of Lightseekers, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of decks that do that. Yeah. Um, this, again, depending on the Kreebles we get, Maybe, but right now, you know, dealing two to them is fine. And again, Grimus wants mm -hmm. some additional buffs. It does have the advantage of being unable to be returned. So Grimus now has sort of double protection on this mm -hmm. since he prevents things from being removed, specifically poison buffs. But it sounds like you're not too thrilled by this card, wife. I, like you said, it's a lot of work for two damage. I mean,. At the start, I guess it's two damage at the start. I don't know. It just, I agree with you. It seems like a lot of work. I, it's, the whole storing cards under other cards uh, thing is never going to be my forte. Well, the only so time... that could be my personal bias against it. Well, we have seen it function well, and that was at Nationals yes. with the uh, looping lock deck. With the um, loop, and that that's probably the other reason I'm having some um, some flashbacks of horror mm -hmm. to that deck, and I'm like, ah, uh, do I really want to store it? Like, I watched other people do that, and it was yeah. just frustrating. Now, I don't know if I want to do that. Now, here's the thing. So, right now, a lot of the things that are creeble that I would want to run are buffs. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, like I said, we mentioned Creeble Jester earlier, but we're talking Unruly Mob. We're talking Creeble Monk. We're talking either Creeble Potion Master, Creeble Saboteur out of the board, hypothetically, Creeble Decoy, all buffs. Yes, they'll rotate out eventually. But 
again, it, it feels like you got to put in a lot of effort. I For something like this, I want to play Kreebles that I'm going to play out of hand. So I play this, I play a Kreeble. We got one under there. Next turn, I play two Kreebles. Great. It, we powered it on. Then my opponent just yeah. removes it, and I'm like, I sure hope those Kreebles were worth it, because this card is probably never going to do any damage. Yeah. Um, that being said, I mean, maybe if we, again, Cre other Kreeble cards that could show up obviously could change that. Also, mm -hmm. if we get things that could consistently buff the damage on this, maybe, again, Grimus is always in the always on the lookout for additional poison buffs. I'm not super thrilled by this one, despite being initially excited. Yeah, I, I'm i not. I think it's too much work and too much could go wrong, personally. It's, it's so easy for your opponent to accidentally blow this up. Because yeah. it's like, oh, well, I play this. So if you only play this out to try and bait removal, you have to invest a lot of effort both in deck building and actions to get it online to even remotely be a threat and then your opponent could just go okay i'll take two yeah um and if you play out other things so it's either a decoy or just to flood the board or whatever your opponent could accidentally blow it up and just go oh well i'll destroy that thing oh and i guess cabal sorceress yeah i i guess i i don't know i'm not excited by this one at least right now. Yeah, uh, we'll see what there is in the future. Yeah. Now, the, of note, it is a non-rotating buff, which is always something that catches my eye because there are a number of things that say, oh, well, if you have more buffs than your opponent, do thing. And maybe there's something there, but we'll see. Uh, any other thoughts for Cabal Sorcerer's Wife before we move on to our next culprit? Our next nope. victim? I think that pretty much uh, covers it, except for, you know, posting the memes all the way. All everywhere. the memes. Yeah. So, uh, actually, I have another thought about this. The very first thing that I thought of when I saw this artwork, Wife, was not the mm -hmm. memes. I mean, I saw the memes almost immediately following because they're everywhere. But the first yeah. thing I thought of was Clash of the Titans. And the scene uh, in the and swamp. And now I can't not think of it either. You're, you'll never unsee it from this card. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, our next one is a Kreeble. Yes, and it it's is. Tantruming Kreeble. He's angry. Uh, he is angry. So, so I want to talk about him. Okay, so let me give everybody the rundown. It's a crystal defend card. As I said, it is a Kreeble, as compared to our last one that had no family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded that sounded different that in my head. So <laughs> that sounded that sounded so different sad. in my head. <laughs> anyway, so sad. So Tantruming Kreeble says: discard up to five crystal cards from your hand. Damage yeah. your target and draw cards equal to the number of cards discarded. You sounded very excited, so take it away, wife. I am excited. All right, so one of my frustrations um, with this game in particular, because there is an inherent draw, um, is when you draw a bunch of jank, and it's going to take longer to draw through the same number of cards that you don't want to have in your hand. Mm-hmm. So I like this mechanic. I like I like any mechanic that's going to let you go through your deck faster. I, it's just that's my personal play style. I like being able to be like, okay, this this is crap. Let's get the next five. Okay, here we go. And the added bonus that it does damage is nice. 
Now, yes, you know, it's just crystal cards, but, you know, it's it's almost like it's almost like you're playing poker. You, I don't like these three. Give me three new ones. That's I'm, a good I'm, analogy. I like it. I like I, it. Personally. This is another one I wasn't a fan of. So, and maybe it's play style, like you said. So, and and this is our biggest difference in play style, I would say. Well, like, I don't have a problem. Every game. Like <laughs> I think this mechanic is worthwhile. I think it may be too. So I don't have a problem with the card. In a vacuum, I guess, which is not really the best way to describe it and also not a good way to, to judge cards anyway. But my issue with this card is I feel it may be too restrictive. So let's say three cards. This plus three cards is average, air quotes. Mm-hmm. How often do you have three completely unplayable cards and you want to do three damage instead of just drawing two cards. So you you would be down, you would lose this card and an action, obviously. So there is an advantage in that you could see the cards right now and then get to play one of them, hypothetically. So that is an advantage over it. But I'm struggling to, to think of, again, to... Like we were talking about with the card we started out with, the Chimchu, that you could play silver bullets. So it's, oh, well, I have a bunch of X, Y, and Z in my hand that are crystal. They're only good in matchups D, E, and F. So you know what? They're not good here against Q. I'm going to pitch them. Go find something that's good. And by the way, I'm also going to do some damage. It's notable that it's defend damage, which is getting increasingly rare, yeah. But I'm not super enthused to like, okay, well, I have to draw up to five cards to then pitch them all, go find something else. It feels like there's an engine here, you know, like feed your graveyard to go do mm-hmm. something else. But I, I'm i not seeing it yet. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, but that's another thing. Like, if there's ways to support it, like, if there are crystal cards that come out later that say when you discard this card, do XYZ. Oh, absolutely. That'll be incredibly exciting. But yeah. even just ignoring that like very remote possibility, I would say this is just kind of a play style thing for me where, okay, these cards aren't really going to get it done. I know the answer is coming up the answer that i need is coming up let me pitch these and go get the answer but even even in that scenario so let's say you're playing because i'm assuming you're alluding to scenarios with aggro decks so let's say you're playing an aggro deck right Mm -hmm. how often do you have three plus cards in your hand that don't just say deal damage that you can just you know play right now and then umbron inform it to replace them granted umbron is getting eroded but still i mean that's fair I feel like this this is a combo piece looking for a combo because in my personal opinion, I think Earth has been for the longest time the strongest mountain element. Yeah. Uh, you have access to everything you want except buff removal and then you go, oh, well, I'll, I'll play Crystal and get buff removal. Now, yeah. I love a lot of the Crystal cards. So Mountain Breaker is one of my favorite cards out of the most recent set, but they just don't do like i don't know i i had tried to build crystal centric things and i'm like oh but i also need 
Boulder Feast. Oh, I also need Mountain Fort. Oh, I also need this. I also need that. That's true. And it feels as though trying the shopping to... list is too long. Yeah, yeah, and you just run out of room. So I don't know. Again, we're gonna have to wait to see the remainder of the set. I'm keeping an open mind about this one, but right now I'm not seeing it. I think that's fair. I'm excited about it, but I think I'm I'm probably putting the cart before the horse a little bit too much about with it. Well, we'll see. We will find out. Yes, we will. So the next one I'm actually really excited about, and that's Mossfoot Mossfoot Beast Tamer. Well, there are a lot of reasons for this, and a lot of people have already pointed out a number of them. Uh, so yeah. this is a a beast defend. It is also a Kreeble. And it's rotate one of your beast buffs one step forward, then restart it. Which, yeah. having played a whole lot of Sun Hunter Tuk Tu <laughs> or Tuk Tu or however you say her name, yeah. any time that it says restart or walk a buff backwards, I start listening. Yeah. And um, I, tell and me this should. card is not good. Tell, <laughs> tell me this card is not good. Um. I'm not going to tell you that because I'm not stupid. This card There's... seems crazy. Yeah. So the mo that we'll look at its simple scenario. So say you play Vicious Scale Fang. It's two x four. So it comes in, deals two. It rotates. You play this. You deal four. You restart it. Deal two. So now you've yeah. done eight across two cards, which is not great, but you can burst someone with a defend in a buff deck, which I think is important. Yeah. The only negative, well, maybe not only negative, but one of the negatives about this is because it only restarts one. So it it can be, because you're investing a card and investing an action, it's, again, from experience playing Sun Hunter, you feel fine when you have Gravity Meddler. You feel fine with Yukona Archaeologist because either they don't cost you a card or you can use it multiple times and get additional value out of it. When you have to invest the card, so playing, uh, what the hell is that card called? Uh, is it Spine Bark or, or, uh, or Spine Back Forager? Whatever the recent like beast yeah. one where it's an attack that's deal two, restart one buff. Like that doesn't feel great, but this lets you trigger those late corner buffs and then get the value back. To me, I feel like this is going to see play. Farapang feels like it's right on the verge before. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is obviously going to go in that deck. Yeah, and I think I'm excited to see what happens with Farapang. Yeah, and I think you're right. This is going to go in there, and I think that might make him a little nutsy. Well, I mean, we... In a good way. Well, I think Farapang's biggest issue right now is there aren't enough good buffs, uh, among other things. Like, he obviously doesn't have great heals, he doesn't have great damage reduction. He already had access to, or it already had access to, buff restarts. So this isn't necessarily introducing something he didn't have access to, it's just a better one. So it's Mm -hmm. not shoring up the holes, but it is upping some of the value. Yeah. I'm excited to see where the this shows up um if there are other beast buffs which surely there will be that make me happy um Mm -hmm. which again i'm sure there will be this card is going to pair with them very nicely out of all of them so far this one excites me the most i can i can see that 
though I think there might be one that trumps it pretty soon, but well, we'll see. So moving on from there, we have our Storm Creeble, which is actually just revealed today. Yeah, uh, it is Sparkback Channeler. So it's a clunky buff, which again is something that is important to note. It's unique. When you play a combo, you may move up to two different action buffs you used as payment into play, and it has two corners. So you could hypothetically get four buffs. Yeah, that will never happen. No, it'll <laughs> let's, never. Let's, well. let's be real. That will never happen. I I honestly think you'll be lucky if it happens once, but um, yeah. Well, if it happens once, so wife and I were talking about this offline as we were prepping for the show. Getting the as I don't like these cards in general. These by these cards I mean ones that say when you play a combo or when you combo do X. Most of them have been really bad. Yeah, and the ones that are decent immediately get dealt with. So what was the point to begin with in the first place? Or it, it's so I've seen, for example, suspicious squid. Uh, it's when you play a combo, yeah. you mill them for two. Okay, yes, that makes sense in a mill deck, and Storm has access to mill-related tools. My answer is, or response, is, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, mill is a viable strategy. Yes, it, 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 everybody remembers that game where, well, if, I, if they didn't mill those two cards off of it, but it, mill works in, in mass quantity. So you milling two random cards, who cares? And then... I'll, they'll remove it again, kind of like some of the other things we were talking about earlier. Remove it by accident. You probably don't mm -hmm. even have any other decent targets. However, yeah. this one, because it essentially says you get two extra actions, and it also, because naturally the, the biggest drawback of combos is it chews up your hand. This is true. So this is, yeah, you're still shredding your hand, but you're getting the value of those of those buffs, and depending on what they are, you could do some really mean things. So, for example, you combo drop a Thunder Slug and something else into play, wreck their board, do whatever the combo is, and set yourself up for your next turn. Yeah, I mean, I think there are the the really awesome plays, mm -hmm. and I think that they can happen. I just think, I don't know, I'm. I mean, don't I get me wrong, like, I'm not, like... I both like this card. Mm -hmm. Like, I think when it works, it'll be fun. I just, I don't when see it, it working very often. Well, <laughs> I, don't, it, I don't see it sticking long. I don't see it sticking around long enough to work, so... Well, let's, again, say... So, to walk through the scenario, you need to play this. So, let's yeah. say you play this and draw. Because, you know, you just run it out there. You then combo the next turn. You need to play two buffs that your opponent isn't just going to immediately... So here's the thing, is your opponent could very easily just go, oh, you played two buffs. I'll remove them. Yeah. And this, you know, they don't have to remove this thing because A, when you play a combo, you could whiff. You know, you may not mm -hmm. have action buffs to move. Obviously, you're going to try and set that up. So, yes, that is true. But what happens if the... Like, those buffs need to be really impactful and immediately impactful because they may not make it to you like it's two turns worth of waiting play this combo next turn then the buffs go off unless you have something that takes effect immediately like thunder slug yeah. so 
I'm not hugely excited for this thing. I feel that it may be the best example of this particular... I don't want to call it a mechanic, but this particular theme. Yeah. I think it's the best of what it is. I'm just not particularly fond of what it is, if that's a way to say it. Yeah, they also don't... This do-thing-when-combo-happens theme isn't incredibly synergistic as far as... like I having not thought about it a whole lot, like I said, the spoiler came out today, is Suspicious Squid was the other one that came to mind. Mm-hmm. What does this do with Suspicious... Like, they don't help each other much other than, like, oh, I comboed, I'll play two Suspicious Squids. Well, okay. Oh, no, there yeah. has to be two different action buffs, so it can't even... I don't know. I'm, yeah, it can't even be the same, so... Yeah. I don't know. I'm not super thrilled by this one. Yeah, this one's medium to middling. So, the next one up is Creebot. Yes, it is. So, this was actually the first reveal. Uh, so, l- you take it away, wife. Do you like this one? Well, I like it because of the uh, card that you found that went with it. And I feel like you should, since you thought of it, I mean, you're not the only one who thought of it, but... Yes. Well, come on, wife. Um, give, me, give me some credit. <laughs> I know I wasn't. In fact, like I, I said it to a bunch of people the day that the card was spoiled, and that's Careless Mechanic. So yeah. I've actually been playing online a whole bunch of machine and robot-focused decks. Personally, I think Robot Factory has a lot of potential. So with them on my mind, this immediately, you know, it said, oh, well, this goes right in. Just get it in there. Uh whether it ends up being there, I don't know, because again, you you have to play Kreebles before it even does anything. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's going to get there. Again, it's going to be contingent on, well, do we see a whole lot of Kreebles that matter? There are ones that clearly pair with it in faction, or in order, which is namely Careless Mechanic. So Careless mm-hmm. Mechanic is a Kreeble. It's take one damage, restart all of your machines and robot buffs. So, okay, well, I'll play it when it's... You get it rotated once. You play Careless Mechanic. It'll rotate, tag them for seven, and then restart it. Yeah. Seems good. Again, I don't know if that's going to be enough. I I don't know if they're going to be enough Kreebles. I've been playing... Yeah, so... Like, go ahead. That's definitely a fun... It's a fun thing to have happen. Mm-hmm. The question is, I think, definitely in this new meta, is that enough to actually to actually carry you someplace? I f- because yeah. I think before in the meta that we're coming out of, everything was so explosive so quickly that, I mean, seven sounds like a lot of damage. It is a lot of damage, but even then we're like... Uh, but it's not like, you know, 45 damage at once, so maybe I don't Or any of the tons of combo decks <laughs> yeah, that just like, one-shot you, essentially, or, or manage to combo you out. Yeah, I, so I, I think see, we like part of it is we have to see what is to come uh, without those decks. But I, I always... Orange is my faction, which is hard for me to say because I love Storm, but it's fun. Yeah. I like explosive cards. I mean, this they one have them. 
7 is important, but I still think you need multiple uses out of it before this one really gets there. At least, you know, like I said, speaking from experience, from playing a bunch of these buff-centric resetting-type decks, you really want to be hitting for 7 multiple times with each use because mm-hmm. you're just, you don't have the quantity of damage output. So you, you naturally are going to have the potential to get there. I mean, every deck has that goal. But as compared to, say, an aggro deck where it's I'm playing multiple deal sixes or deal six, deal five, next turn, do it again. Yeah. You need to make sure that this sticks, meaning it, it because it's vulnerable to buff removal. It has to hit play. It has to stick. It has to go off. And you probably need to do it again because given that you're playing a mid-range or control deck, you just don't have the damage density throughout yeah. your cards. So each of your action damage cards has to count. And I don't know yet because looking at the existing Kreebles, again, there are some interesting ones. We talked about Careless Mechanic. If you go out of faction, things like Gravity Meddler would be interesting. The various anti-Kreebles, where it's Kreeble Monk or Kreeble Decoy, etc. Unruly Mob to help against the aforementioned aggro, but... There aren't a whole lot of Kreeble attacks or specifically defends outside of Careless Mechanic that I'm super excited to play. Yes, there are some. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, you know, oh, let me build this Kreeble list and this is going to be the focal point. This one really needs some help. Not that the other ones don't, but... Yeah. It's interesting. I do appreciate the the cross-family interactions as we've seen on a number of these cards my primary issue with it is that from what i've seen so far it's tough to actually make that happen like yeah. you, you end up diluting it and you can't accomplish either a goal yeah it's either you put way too much into it to try to make it work and then nothing works or it just doesn't it only it only somewhat does what it needs to do and and you potentially run into just the inconsistency problem of oh well i drew all my creeble support but i really needed my chimshu support or i needed this or you know i needed the robots or the you know they there are a bunch of pitfalls that are inherent to building the decks that way so unless it gets some help so say Mm -hmm. a cross-faction hero that specifically does certain things or every card counts as a creeble or you know something like that um it's gonna be tough yeah so moving from creebot we have awestruck tourists which is the greatest artwork of all all of the ones that have been released so far personal opinion is it i love it is it just it's so cheesy It it. it is kind of funny um, I this like okay so if you ask me to envision a creeble this is this is pretty much the image that I would come up with so that's why I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh so Ostructurus is our neutral creeble card here. It's mm-hmm. clunky buff so again it's something that is notable. It's 1 1 1 3. So corners 1 to 3 so the the 3 1 corners are you heal for rotation whenever you play a location. 
On yes. the last corner, you draw rotation cards when you play a location card. So basically, if you play four locations with this out, you will heal three and then draw three. Yeah. I have also been playing a lot of location decks, so this one immediately <laughs> perked my interest. I don't know if I'm going to play it. I'm not sure. Three healing is not a lot. It's Yeah. Even in a location-based deck, yes, it triggers off the locations, but it's not a location itself. I mean, tourists are not a location. They go to locations. And it, I think it, what's going to end up happening is you're going to get to corners two or three, and then your opponent's going to pop it, is what yeah. I think is going to happen. Now, the, if you can live the dream, so the way I picture this is going to go, so you play it, you play a location, rotate to two. Then you location, location, rotate to four. But you you basically have to set up that sequence or your opponent's going to get it. I mean, yeah. obviously, they have to have the buff removal. And if you're playing locations, you probably have a gazillion buff in play. Although, notably, this doesn't care that it's a location buff. It just cares that it's a location. Which that isn't... Honestly, I think if it was a location buff, then this card would be essentially unplayable. I, like, I mean, not... Not completely unplayable, but I think it would be a lot weaker than what it is. Well, so just, I think it's good that it's just locations. Now, we are going to be losing a whole bunch of locations. So, for example, Old Oak, which is an Awakening card. Mm -hmm. It's funny, because a lot of the cards, when you say, oh, it's a location, oh, it's a Creeble, oh, it's an Umbron, it's a, it's a this or that, it makes sense. And Old Oak, if I told you it's a location, it probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that the family icon was missing. I would have never, you know, if I just thought about Old Oak, I wouldn't have conjured to mind that it's a location. But now that I know it is, I remember it. Um, yeah. Beyond that, Assassin's Guild is a notable location card. It's a defend. I'm calling out ones that are not specifically buffs. Mm -hmm. um, Crystal Maze, but it's getting an errata. Uh, yeah. To be nerfed a little bit. The other, there are a number of other really good ones, such as Focus Chamber, Old Oak, that are rotating. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, Sun Beacon, off the top of my head, I believe it's getting eroded and will be legal again, I think is how uh, it's going to work. I think so. I know it's, it has an errata in the app, and I believe that will make it legal again when that goes into effect with Uprising. If that's the case, that's another one. Um, mm -hmm. Beyond that... I don't I mean I love card draw so I think this is probably good enough to get played but I'm not going to feel great playing it simply because the amount of investment mm -hmm. and it, I think that's pretty much how I feel like Unless you're playing something very specific, I feel like you have to do put a lot of extra effort into this. I mean, right now, let's face it, you're not playing a location for deck outside three of mountain. Heels. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you're not playing this for for a whopping three heals unless there's you know something that that buffs it, and even then, it's like eh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there there is the potential. So, let's say you have a hero that says when you heal, do something relevant. Mm -hmm. You could play this, play a location, immediately trigger it. 
But the assumption here, again, is that you, I think you must have two, or excuse me, three other locations in hand right now when you play this. Because you yeah. must follow this up with, and and here's part of the other issue, is that any most orders have a remove two buffs card, right? You know, Crystal Leech, mm-hmm. Shadow Puppet, etc. Your opponent is naturally going to try and get the most value out of those, as you would. So where I'm going with this is that your opponent's not going to pop this immediately if you were to just run it out there naked and not follow it up with a location. Mm-hmm. So, the, you by you playing this and another location, it just says, please Crystal Leech me. Yeah. Because now they're getting the two for one, which may be fine. Eventually, you know, they are only going to have so much buff removal and a lot of locations are buffs. So, it, it has a little bit of self-protection in that it's redundant that way. Mm-hmm. I guess it, the more I talk about it, the more I'm I'm talking myself into this card, but I've gone through <laughs> cycles of that back and forth where it's like, when I first saw it, I said, oh, this is really cool. You get to draw three cards. It shouldn't be that difficult to do. And then it's, oh, well, they're probably just going to remove it. And most of the time, your locations, you can, ch- like a mountain fort, they can chew through so they don't have to remove those. And then, you know, th- this other thing, um, it, I'm interested to see because they're... The location deck I was playing was was pseudo combo centric. It wasn't like one hit KO combo, but it was uh, based around crumbling tower in Etta, mm-hmm. so that you can reset it a bunch of times. Again, more reset decks, buff resets specifically. I I like the idea of this. I think I will probably end up playing it right now. Um, I would just have to find room. Hmm. I like the idea of it. I want to see what locations come out in this set. Well, there are before I decide. There are a lot of good locations already. So, aside from the ones that we were talking about, um, and we'll look just at standard ones again. They're they're mostly going to be red, but neutral. We have Colossi Skybeam. You have Enchanted Soil. You have Mountain Forts. You have Rickety Mines, which I thought were rotating, but they're not. Uh, you have Steadfast Beacon. Then you, if you go outside of that, Robot Factory, Skyward Observatory, Wall of Bones. Yeah. I always I'm, forget Wall of Bones is the location. That's another one that it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a wall. It's a, yeah. hey, it's a place that you can go to, but it's still, you know, yeah. it's not something that I immediately think of. And there are some other oddball ones, such as, like I said, I was running a reset build with Crumbling Tower which is a location. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I obviously we're going to get more. I think it's probably going to be you play this in Mountain and then are there enough Mountain? Because otherwise you just don't have the quantity of playable. Yeah. Again, to go back to what we had talked about earlier, you probably would be pseudo embarrassed to sleeve up some of these cards. Like yeah. you're just not excited. You're like, I guess I can play this, but I don't really want to, and that's not how you should feel about cards in your deck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should be excited. Yeah. Every every time you draw a card, you should be like, sweet, I got this thing, not... Uh... <laughs> yes. You know. That's, that's how it should be. That's not always how it works. Well, and that's, that's the that's thing. How it should be. Like you said to what you were saying, wife, that it's going to be contingent on what else we see. 
I think there are enough locations that this could be a thing. But we'll have to play it by ear. Yeah. So that actually brings us all the way back to Jaded Diplomat. So closing thoughts, wife, any summation that you want to do on our initial set of previews for Uprising? That I really hope this isn't all the Kreebles that we get for this set because <laughs> I am excited about Kreeble builds. I just mm-hmm. I want to make sure there are more. So that's <laughs> more ones that actually work. It is something that is a concern when you do these sort of themes. Is that so? If there isn't enough support, and I, this isn't just from a high competitive level standpoint, it's also even from a casual level where. Let's say these were literally the only cards that are or mentioned Kreebles in the entire set, which I doubt. Let's say that it is. I don't know if that's enough cards for me to even care in casual. Yeah. Like, just, I want to sling some cards. And that that feels bad because then it's, okay, there's effectively seven less cards in the set. Yeah. So, hopefully that's not the case and we get more. Yeah. In my head and... um, for those of you listening, please forgive us, but we, as most of you know, we play a lot of the WoW TCG, and it feels like Death Knights a little bit. Like, well, Death Knights early on, yeah, they Death, obviously got that's support what, over that's time. What I that's what I meant. Like Death Knights when they were first released, like, oh, here's all this cool stuff, but it doesn't actually work because there's just not quite enough there. Well, that's kind of how the, that's the family kind of what I'm hoping. That's kind of how the family theme felt initially is like, oh, we're so close. And now we have that follow-up set where they can put a little more meat on the bones. And that this way that there are going to be more cards to fit the themes. And that's another potential pitfall is that, okay, well, yeah, we have a whole bunch of Creeble cards. But half, you know, not half, like 10% want to do this and 30% want to do that. And 5% want to do this and that and this idea and that idea. And it's all over the place and therefore... They are so non-cohesive, which I guess kind of seemingly fits Kreebles. That yeah, <laughs> which I haven't. I'm not. I've been a bad Lightseekers player. I have not kept up on the lore, so I don't know if Uprising is going to be in general Kreeble themed. Simply because, like, I could see. Oh well, it's the Kreeble Uprising. I don't. I don't know if that's a thing in the lore or not. It would I... be cool. It would be cool. I think we both have some research that we need to do because uh, real life has taken its toll and we missed looking up that information. Yeah, so the, I know there is a cool YouTube series that uh, I think one of the Play Fusion team members puts together regarding all of the lore. So I do want to check that out. I have not had the opportunity yet. Um, but we'll see if we can get that in before our next show. We do plan on... Just to start wrapping things up, we do plan on doing these in batches so that we have a bunch of cards to talk about. I think it's more interesting that way. You have a lot more context, and then that way we can also talk about whatever news is going on in the Lightseekers world. So, mm-hmm. again, we're going to try and also stream more. I do want to play more Lightseekers, to be perfectly honest. I kind of wanted to wait until Uprising. I may jump in before them, but... I'm bouncing back and forth personally because I, the f- bottom line is, I'm trying to think of the, the best way to put it. Bottom line is that the formats, physical versus digital, are so different right now that it's difficult it's for ha- me yeah. to determine what to play. 
Yeah, it definitely makes it a lot harder, I feel like. Yeah, so, and that's something that will be going away in the near future. Once we get this set, everything's going to try and consolidate, and then everybody will be happy, right? That's how it works, right? That's always Every, how it works. Everyone will be happy. There will be no everyone one that will be, be upset. No one will complain on the internet. <laughs> and if you believe that, I got some swamp land to sell you. Yeah, I got a, I got a few bridges as well. Um, <laughs> but we are really excited in general, both for the future for Lightseekers and also this set. So aside from all of that, wife, any other thoughts that you want to throw in either about Lightseekers in general, these specific reviews, our future plans for Lightseekers, etc., anything? Um, just that I also want to keep playing more Lightseekers. Um, I'm really excited to hopefully get out and play some more physical again. And not that I don't like the online component, but I like going to stores. So, yep. um, and I'm excited to see what comes. And if anybody has anything that they want to see, or if we're streaming and you want to see a certain deck tried out, believe me, we probably have the cards. Oh yeah, we from this particular. Yeah, show, uprising so. obviously would be a little bit of a challenge at this stage. But yeah. if it's from uh, any of the other sets, I'm sitting almost on a throne of Light Seekers cards because of you know all the various tournaments that we played in and performed pretty well in. Hashtag humble brag. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, well, the wife, you 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 you're in on this too. You top eight in nationals. We we both did well, um, and because of that, we have lots of stuff. Yeah, so we, and um, mm-hmm. so we're excited to hopefully turn that stuff into more stuff. Yep, and yeah, then we, more stuff, and then we won't be able to enter into our basement ever again. Well, I mean, it's already kind of there, not just because of light yeah. seekers, but anyway, okay. uh, we do <laughs> we do want to do more light seeker stuff. Like wife is saying, if you want to reach out to us, feel free to hit up the contacts down towards the bottom. You'll see Twitter down there. We're gonna have all of our other contacts in the show notes. Uh, reach out to us uh, if you want to see certain content or anything like that. Whether it happens to be written, we're going to try and get this out both on YouTube as well as SoundCloud. Again, we're gonna, I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is going to shape up for this, but we'll play it by ear and hopefully we can keep the ball rolling on this. So I guess with that, I'm husband. And I'm wife. And tune in next time for more Random Thoughts.